0: Hold on to your hats, the countdown to the biggest wellness event of the year is on. Join us on August 15 and 16 in Melbourne for not one but two days of Powerhouse Wellness featuring 11 of Australia's most inspiring, entertaining, educating, fermentating speakers. Damo, what is fermentating? MP, I'll tell you at the summit. Your favourite Wellness Couch speakers are joined by special guest Nat Kringoudis on all things hormones and female health. Join the Up For A Chat girls, the wellness guys, the natural nutritionist Steph Lowe, Kale Brock,
1: Quirky Cookings, Joe Witt, Marcus Pierce, and the rest of your favourite Wellness Couch podcasters.
0: Regular and VIP tickets are still available but hurry before this summit is sold out. For tickets go to www.thewellnesssummit.com The Wellness Summit is proudly brought to you by Well and You. Be someone that makes you happy.
1: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives.
0: Welcome to The Abnormal Psychologist, the show that shares everyday insights into getting the best out of your mind, body, and lifestyle. Now please welcome your host, The Abnormal Psychologist herself, Carrie Thompson-Casey.
1: Hello, and how are you going? Welcome to another episode of the Abnormal Psychologist with me, your host, Carrie Thompson Casey. The show where we are giving you the how to to get the best out of you. And today, I'm really excited to be talking to an absolute superstar, <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> Natasha <laughs> Savella, shine Thanks. on camera expert. Um, and you may you may recognise her voice as she has been um, on some amazing television performances, including MTV Australia, which was viewed by over 60 million viewers in Australia and Europe and was the number one show on MTV for three years. Um, And also, Natasha has represented billion-dollar brands such as Virgin Money, MTV, Forex Gold and Curves Women's Fitness and still regularly does lots of commercials and so really is an expert on how to shine on camera. So welcome, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Now, I'm so excited because I've been very lucky and have actually read your book and have seen you in person and you're just amazing and so inspiring. I was wondering if you
0: could share your story with the tap listener. Oh, absolutely, Kerry. Um, well, just to give you a bit of a brief uh, background for me, uh, m- sort of my journey started um, really fifth Well, like 20 years ago, uh, I had an experience in in school where uh, my teacher asked me to get up and read in front of the class, and for me, it was one of my greatest fears. I really struggled to read out loud, and at the time for me, I didn't realize, but I was actually dyslexic, and I really struggled to read the words off the page, and what would happen for me is the words would flip back to front, and I really made a fool of myself. I was stuttering. I was stumbling. I uh, was, I just, you know, when you want to, like, crawl into a hole and yeah. come out. That just really of, hard moment. Yeah, and um, and really the, the, the rest of the class thought it was hilarious uh, and I really developed a belief system mm-hmm. around public speaking that it was humiliating. So I did avoid public speaking for quite some time, but there was a sm- slight issue with my strategy. I ended up uh, wanting to become an actor and a TV presenter so that strategy for me wasn't going to work anymore avoiding public speaking yeah, definitely. and so I decided really in that moment to take action and, and and go for my dreams and goals and and then a few years later I ended up moving to Sydney and pursuing my 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 dreams of becoming a presenter and actor and went on to really within six months went on to uh, land a role at MTV hosting that number one rating show that was viewed by 60 million viewers. Um, it was a process to get there, but it happened pretty quickly once I made that decision. Uh, from that point, um, uh, you know, 10 years later, I ended up uh, doing a lot of the morning shows. Um, Burt Newton, Carrie Ann uh, also worked um, for Bonds and Burleys on, on Burley on their commercials. And then five, years, five, well, five or seven years ago now, um, I was fortunate to uh, take over Steve Owen's role on um, the crocosseum and present the live crocodile shows uh, to 5,000 people every day locked inside crocodile enclosures with five oh. kilo crocodiles <laughs> and uh, snakes crawling around my legs for a living. Um, and really from then I ended up uh, doing more TV commercials for Curves and then I still currently do obviously some more stuff at Channel 9 and 10 for the morning show and the daily edition, Um, and really sort of what led me to where I am today, which was teaching people how to present on camera and shine on camera. As much as I love TV presenting, and and it was a big dream of mine, there was something missing for me. There was something sort of deep down um, that didn't really quite sort of fit as well as it used to when I first started out in television. And I'm not sure if you're aware but you obviously read a bit more of my journey but I I have a huge passion for personal empowerment and empowering obviously my own story in my own life but more helping others to empower them in their life. And so really my combination of um, empowerment and obviously TV experience, I felt that I really needed to share that with other people and specifically people that had a message to share and business owners that wanted to reach more people uh, but didn't have the skills or the confidence to get on camera and really project and, and really be powerful and engaging to help and serve more people. I felt, you know, that's where really Shine on Camera uh, came from. And I remember the defining moment for me was on... Um, I was shooting the Curves TV commercial for, I think we were on set for 12 or 14 hours. Wow, it's a long <laughs> and, time. And um, there was one particular line that I said for at least three hours. Um, it was a very simple line. And I thought, if I have to say this one line one more time, you know, I was going to pull my hair out. And I thought, surely there's other ways I could help and, and, and make a difference and a direct impact to people's lives by the skills that I've acquired over the last 15 years. And and that's when I really decided to take action and, and create Shine On Camera, the Shine On Camera program, whereby I help everyday people, business owners, entrepreneurs, speakers, trainers, authors, um, anyone who has a message to share. And I empower them uh, to be their most amazing, confident uh, congruent authentic self and really get them out there to the world and so they're not a secret anymore and that's really where uh, Shine, on Camera, Shine On Camera developed from and that's that's why I do what I do today because watching people transform um, in front of my own eyes and when I get people sending videos and I look at their first take and then I watch their second take um, or even their third take and it's just miles apart and when I see that transformation and I get goosebumps just watching people be their powerful and confident self. So that to me is what lights me up and that's why I do what I do today.
1: Oh, that's amazing and I and I totally identify with watching people go through that change and transition. I think clinical psychologists as change agents, that's, that's the whole reason why we're there is to see people, as you said, get empowered by mm-hmm. um, making change. But what about your story cause i i mean i know you've you've had such bravery throughout your life <laughs> amazing stories um so is this is is this what you're drawing on to create that change in others is you know for example you had quite the snake phobia
0: yes <laughs> that,
1: so how That's did you right. get
0: through that um so really um i mean obviously you read the book the crocodile effect which is all yes. about overcoming fear and creating your ideal life and that that really was um, from my own journey of overcoming some some major challenges and hurdles in my life um, and turning each of those fears and each of those, um, those you know, significant moments in my life into actually success is where the inspiration for the book came from. And, and one of the key things that uh, really made me decide to write this book is because I had a 25-year Severe phobia of snakes. Like I'm talking, like I couldn't even look at a photo of a snake without wow. uh, yeah. panic or anxiety attacks. And that's I would avoid bushwalking. I wouldn't, you know, I just avoid anywhere there could potentially be a snake. Um, and I thought, well, you know, the opportunity came along after Steve Owen passed away to audition for the role at Australia Zoo to host the the live crocodile shows, and the prerequisite was to work with snakes and i thought my goodness are you kidding me like <laughs> it's a big catch look, i can't even look at a photo of a snake let alone go and work with them for a living like are you serious but you know for me there was that defining moment where you know your greatest fears can become your greatest treasures and if you just have the courage to walk towards them and i mean With absolute courage, you will find the greatest gifts imaginable. And and that is what drove me to really overcome this phobia of snakes, because I would have let go of one of the the most amazing opportunities of a lifetime. I mean, just to take over and be part of Steve Irwin's dream. Yeah. Like I couldn't let Steve Irwin down. Are you kidding me? Like (laughs) So for me there was there was more benefits rather than consequences for me to actually overcome my fear. And that was one of the keys to overcoming it. And um, I couldn't let this opportunity go by. So, you know, when I had those moments of absolute core terror, and I'm talking like I couldn't sleep for days, like before I had to start working at Australia Zoo because I thought I couldn't possibly put a snake around my neck uh, let alone go on to swim with a 60-kilo python and then become a certified venomous snake handler. Wow. If someone said to me, you know, years ago you'd be handling some of the world's deadliest snakes, I would have said, absolutely not. There's no way in a million years. But, you know, um, and that's why I shared that story in the book and, and among other things and the tools and techniques that I used to actually overcome those fears um, because I felt that if I could do that, then I could empower other people to do the same. And that's really how that
1: came about. And so that's what you're drawing on from – it sounds like you had that internal conversation, that internal dialogue around, okay, I really want this, I really don't want this, as in I don't want to be exposed to this fear. Mm -hmm. And then the more that you talk to yourself about it, you actually got into a deeper level. Because I think that's what happens is sometimes we think um, that worries me or that's really hard. But if we sit down for a moment and go, okay, what's the hard part about that? Yes. Um, could I could I actually do it? Like, yeah. if I had no fear, could I actually physically? Am I physically capable of doing that? Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. Maybe I am. But this emotional response to this is is mine. I I have a fear of this because this other mm-hmm. person is standing up a smi- you mm-hmm. know, with a snake around their neck, and they can okay. physically do it. So is that kind of like the dialogue that you had? Is kind of. Sifting through the different levels of fear and challenging that, and then That's, stepping forward. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Well, for really, Kerry, uh, for me, there's I, I sort of break fear up into two parts, um, and this is the best way that I know how to describe it and 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 walk through it. Is there's your um, healthy fear, which is what keeps you safe um, from being physically harmed, um, but then there's the unhealthy fear, which is the the voice in your head that is stopping you from moving forward and growing in your life and it's that unhealthy fear is what we need to break um, and obviously it's distinguishing those two parts but, you know, it's the fears of, you know, maybe I'm not good enough, maybe I'm not smart enough or, you know, um, you know, what will people think of me, what would people say. It's all that, all that unhealthy dialogue that goes on in our minds that you've got to separate and go, well, hang on, What's really going on and, and what's not going on here? And when you understand and separate those two, um, for me, when that comes up for me, especially around snakes or especially when I have to confront something and step out of my comfort zone, and this is what we've worked with our clients with at try on Camera as well, is that if you don't overcome this fear, you know, what are you going to miss out on and, and you know, what are you not going to gain if you, if you don't actually move forward through this fear? And, and that's really the key um, that I've found as far as just you know, separating the unhealthy and the healthy fear um, and not allowing the unhealthy fear to get in the way. Obviously, it's, you know, it happens to everyone, as you would know, um, it happens to everyone every single day of their life. But it's, you know, which one you feed more and, um, you know, and asking yourself, you know, if I, if I walk through this doorway of fear right now, what are the benefits? What am I going to gain by doing that, you know? How much more freedom am I going to have? How much more confident am I going to feel, you know? And it's just going to that deeper level of, of what you'll actually gain as opposed to what you'll miss out on um, or what you'll lose or, you know, or that comfort zone thing. And, you know, I truly believe that nothing spectacular happens inside your comfort zone and if you're not consistently stretching yourself and putting yourself outside of that comfort zone well then how can you ever grow and really expand Um, and it's not a bad place to be it's a healthy thing to stretch and grow and I think you know when that doorway of fear or that um, comfort zone you know is being stretched well you're in the right place.
1: (laughs) Yeah and I and I totally agree with that I think it's it's really cool what you said that you know around you know again we sort of sometimes go no that's too hard I'm not going to do it but okay if I don't do it yes I'm not exposed to that challenge but what am I going to miss out on and not only that what what awaits me on the other side of that what's what, right what will it feel like to have just grown that extra bit then that next thing i thought that was way too hard it's just that bit closer as well so i think that's really great i think the the book is amazing i think it's really beautifully written and really easy to read <laughs> and there's lots of little pieces of gold that you know you're like yeah you know like just great statements around having courage and 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 surviving so you, you must have worked with a fair few people now in your role on the other side of the camera. Um, can you give us a bit of an idea of what you've learned about other people through those experiences?
0: Absolutely. Um, I think specifically working with people and helping them, um, empowering them on camera, um, uh, what I've learned is that, you know, just uh, I think the – I mean, I think having a fear of the camera like – it's quite common for a lot of people. Um, we find ninety percent of the people we work with have some kind of apprehension about the camera, and that's totally normal because, you know, like it's not like you and I are having a conversation right now or speaking in public. You can, you, you get to connect with people. You get to get the feedback, um, instant feedback, whether you're, um, you know, you're. Making people laugh, or you're absolutely putting them to sleep. You know, you get, you get that feedback instantly. instantly. yeah. The camera, there's you don't get any of that unless you're being mentored or coached um, uh, on the side. But essentially, you're speaking to this lens. It's like this inanimate object that gives you no feedback. So, um, and I think for most people, is it's they find that it's so permanent um, that once you do a video take. Um and you put that out there to the world, then that's it. it's out there. I mean, sure you can delete it but but putting yourself out there, um, it definitely opens you up to you know you know worrying about what other people think and and having that you know putting yourself out there really um, there's lots of stuff that comes up for people in that respect. So what I've discovered is that when people actually, Um, do the work and they trust in the process and you know obviously they trust in me to to take them there just within literally within half a day even a few days people have literally transformed their on-camera performance and and it's just because they've had the right training they've had the right skills and they've they've done it in a safe environment so that gives people the confidence to put themselves out there if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's almost like it's, yeah. you know, the, they feel like the initial fear is the camera itself, but what it's tapping into is those deeper fears of how will I be perceived by others.
0: Absolutely. It's not about the camera. It's about, you know, people think it's that camera, but it's actually worrying about what will people think of me if I put myself out there. What will people say if I look this good or if I, you know, if I, you know, talk confidently or if I talk in an empowered way Um, inspired state you know what would people say and that is the biggest fear uh, that people actually have more so than the lens itself and and we work with clients and we work through all that um, you know because of my life coaching training as well Uh, that's what makes us different to I suppose anyone else out there teaching you how to present on video we don't just teach you the uh, the the skills or the the external elements of the voice body language and all those um, those parts of presenting we te- we go deeper uh, and that's how we get the massive transformation with people we, we we work on their inner beauty as well as their outer beauty to match those two together
1: oh that sounds awesome so what about you what are, i mean obviously you've learned a lot about yourself through you know, the amazing projects that you've worked on and amazing companies, what are the big things that you feel that you've learned or integrated into your psyche around um, working with people and their fears and obviously to, to go forward to be, you know, to perform on camera? What have you learned about yourself?
0: Oh, gosh. Um. <laughs> I know it's a big issue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think there's, I think, um, what I've learned, I think the biggest one of the one of the keys is to really walk your talk. Um, um, you know, teaching people how to overcome fear of the camera or teaching them um, how to be amazing on camera. Then, you know, that's exactly what I need to do or what I have done in order for me to teach that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, walking your talk is a big one. Um, also, I think what I've also learned is that every single person that I've worked with is without a doubt the expert in their field. And what I've realised is that by giving them the skills to actually present that on camera, that matches up with exactly what they do in their business or in their life. Um, And giving them that belief uh, that they are the expert in their field on camera is is so powerful once you see people get that and they own that on camera um, I think that's been a real key to to the success of uh, the clients that we've had and that we've worked with is just owning that they are amazing and that they are the best at what they do and they're here to actually help and serve more people and once you really get that I think you know you, you just you just become unstoppable.
1: Yeah that that idea that we all have our own unique message to share mm-hmm. and, and our platform might be to Betsy, our neighbor over a cup of tea, or it might be to 60 million viewers in Australia and Europe like you had. But I think we there's there's that message. We know that we're carrying something, that we have something to offer and share no matter how large or small that audience is. So, I mean, that just must be so amazing to watch those people finally really step into their own Art, I guess, would be the word. They Absolutely. And even,
0: you know, even, Kerry, people who don't have a business that actually come along and do our work and our programs, they come along to get the confidence to put themselves out there. And you don't have to have a business to to reap the benefits of this kind of work because I truly believe, you know, once, once you conquer your fear of the camera um, and you can stand in front of a camera and tell the world who you are what you do and why you do what you do in a powerful, confident way, then to me that's how you empower not not just you know being on camera and empowering that part of your life, but every area of your life, it transcends into you know all areas of your life, that confidence, you know, because if you can stand in front of the camera and tell the people out there who you are, what you do and why you do it in a powerful way, then I truly believe. Um, that's one of the greatest gifts you can get, can give yourself because it just gives you that confidence to do, you know, step out in public and speak to people, and put yourself out there even more. Because you know, once you're out there on the global stage, that's it. You know, there's no going back. So no matter what you do, um, it will definitely benefit you in all areas of your life for sure. Because you know, we all have unique gifts. Everyone here is on this planet, and they all have a message to share, whether it be in business, whether it be in you know, just helping people and, you know, could be even, you know, inspiring people to to bake or whatever it is for you. Everyone has a message to share and that is the beauty of video is YouTube is just, you know, taken off like wildfire. It's the second largest search engine on the planet. You know, 4 billion videos are played on YouTube every day. Ah, man. It enables people to, to get their message out there and get out of their living rooms and get out there on a global stage or a global platform and share their message. And, the, and that's the most powerful thing about video. Um, and if people just access that part of them and, and learn the skills and learn the tools, they can to be confident uh, to, to pre- present that on video and get that out to a wider audience. Yeah, find that voice and yes. share their art. It's amazing. Ab- absolutely, and the confidence that gives you in other areas of your life is, you know, we've had clients that have done the training with us, and and you know, they've just the confidence alone has, has accelerated their business and increased their income. You know, over a hundred thousand dollars just from the confidence techniques alone. Um, so That's it's amazing. Beautiful.
1: I think it's that openness too. It just, as you said before, you know, once people start to have the courage to open up to new experiences, they yeah. start to see more, and 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 people, you know, I don't know where I stand on the whole luck versus manifesting and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. um, but certainly, the more confidence people have, the more able they're to they, they can they can see or realize opportunities um, that that are coming their way, and they're more likely to say, yes, I'm open to that. You know, let me have some of that rather than say. Ooh, no I
0: couldn't do that I couldn't possibly Exactly and it's just it's just if you don't if you don't give things a go and if you don't walk towards you know I believe that when you walk towards your greatest fears that's where your purpose lies on the other side and if you just keep walking step by step to those fears that absolutely shake you to core terror that is where you're meant to be because on the other side of that doorway is where your uh, treasure lies absolutely is where all the gifts lie.
1: Amazing. Yeah. So, what about you now? You're, I know the tap viewers, tap viewers, tap listeners can't see you right now. Um, but you're a pretty amazing, lady. You're that's why you're the face of so many big brands. You're just gorgeous, and you obviously take great care of yourself. So, what would be three daily or weekly tips that you can share with us that help keep you focused and grounded?
0: Um, absolutely. Thank you for saying those lovely things about me. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Um, some days, let me tell you, with um, a one-year-old and a four-year-old, I don't feel like that at all. Um, <laughs> I hear that. Um, yeah. as, as every mother would know, um, just to get out of bed most mornings is is you're going is a challenge. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously one of some things that really helped for me is one of the keys um, is I'd have to say to my success and to my, um, to, you know, to where I am today is really exercise, whether it's 15 minutes or 10 minutes, something little, um, you know, maybe not every day that I can get to it, but at least three times a week, um, I do at least 10 or 20 minutes, whatever I can squeeze in, um, to give me that, that, Inspiration, and that you know, it's just the energy that I gained from that, um, and just my mindset. More importantly, um, you know, it really helps with my mental well-being. Um, as you obviously read in the book, that you know, yeah. I suffer from depression and a whole bunch of other things. So that has been an absolute key to to the success that I've had in my in my life today. Is you know, whether it's fifteen or twenty minutes, as any mother would know, just to get ten minutes of exercise. I actually use my son, who's <laughs> like literally. 12 and a half kilos, um, you know, and he's either like I'm carrying him and I'm doing a few squats or, uh, (laughs) um, you know, he's in the baby Bjorn and, you know, I'm walking around and um, just doing whatever I can to stay active, that definitely helped me. Um, The second thing is is just surrounding myself with people that actually support you and lift you up and want to see you succeed. Uh, I think one of my greatest um, lessons as well in life is to, you know the people who you surround yourself with are the people that you become, and I think um, that's you know probably been one of my greatest challenges in the past. So I'm very cautious of who I spend my time with, um, and I make sure that they're people that you know are uplifting, not people who um, uh, you know try to bring you down or say you can't do that or who you do that. I'm very cautious about that. Um, so that's what I would definitely recommend. Um, and the third one is really is to Stay focused on uh, the goal that you want to achieve. I think especially being a mum and, and running a business, um, and also my husband works away at the moment, so um, I feel like I'm a single mum right now, at least Sunday to Friday, uh, running yeah. a business with two kids that don't sleep very well. But um, I think the key is to what gets me up is to focus on the big dream or the big goal or big vision that I have for my life. For my children, for my business um, and that's what keeps me going and part of that is when I get amazing feedback from people that have, you know, just transformed, you know, uh, exponentially um, in their own life from doing the programs, getting feedback and saying, you know, that it's been the best program they ever did and just stuff like that. When times are tough and, you know, you've got kids screaming and, you know, mess everywhere and things are just going nuts. You, it just That just keeps me going and keeps me, you know, keeps me focused. So having that bigger goal, that vision and knowing the impact that I'm making and the difference that I'm making in this world is what keeps me going um, through those difficult times for sure.
1: That's awesome. So how can people find your Shine On Camera program?
0: Um, They can – we've just actually released a free video training series, um, which is on um, on, – the website on that is shineoncamera.com.au forward slash the power of video. Um, That would be a great way to get in touch. There's some – it's a free video training series um, to give you tools and tips and tricks to – to be more confident, more engaging on camera, um, that's a great way to find me uh, through there. That would be the best way to, um, to contact me. And if you're wanting to look at doing some programs, um, then just send me an email at mail at natashasavella.com uh, and I can book in a time with you. But essentially I think the best thing for people is to actually watch the video series just so they can actually get more of an idea of who I am, what I'm about and some of the things that you can learn if you choose to work with me. That's
1: awesome. Well, I have really loved talking to you. There's lots of gems in there about conquering our fears. So thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kerry. I really appreciate it. It's been great been fun. So, and I've loved having you the tap listener with us too. Please spread the word and tell your friends to listen to and subscribe to Tap in iTunes and don't forget to give the show a five-star rating if you liked it. For more information about events and programs, please visit carrythompsonk.com. That's thompson without a p. Thank you for joining me and see you on the next episode of The Abnormal Psychologist where we share real people stories and give you real ideas so that you can realize your potential.